Excelente. Ok. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. Today is May 28, 2023, and this is Voice of Christian Israel, and we were able to connect with Pastor Martins in South Africa. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins? Uh, good day, Pastor. Very well this side of the world. Just <laughs> winter is coming on, and we can really feel that now. Okay. Yeah, and so, uh, we, you know, obviously you, your troubles in South Africa with the connections are getting worse as the South African economy destroys itself thanks to the ANC and Jewish meddling in your country. So maybe you can give us an update, uh, but I think in our pre-show discussion you were talking about uh, how to translate the Afrikaans Bible, uh, or uh, go ahead and tell us what you're up to with translations. Yeah, I might just add, Pastor, at the moment I'm sitting totally in the dark. The only light that I have with me is a headlamp. Okay. So that I can (laughs) uh, at at least see my my computer keyboard. Right. And, of course, the screen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It is supposed to come on at 6 o'clock, but um, we're still sitting in the dark, and I see it's six minutes past 6 Right. Um, or six minutes past there. What, what I wanted to say is that um, uh, we have um, a Wi-Fi connection um, uh-huh. from a, a Internet service provider and uh, with an extended um, electricity outage like we currently experiencing. And um, it, it is... Um, impacting us like you cannot believe. I bet. Uh, in spite of the fact that we have solar power, um, I have been unable to connect my solar power to the full extent that it can. But the uh, internet service providers towers, um, they only have solar energy. Ah. And if the power utility goes down, um, they have solar energy, but only to a limited extent as backup. Uh-huh. But if the, um, uh, the, the electricity utility power has gone down for such long periods of time, the solar power is exhausted within the, the next hour and a half, two hours, because uh-huh. earlier, previously, um, the utilities uh, down, down times were very short because of um, sufficient energy generation 
making use of coal power stations. Right. But because of the because of the Edomites' demands for so coldly a um, decommissioning of uh, coal powered power stations in South Africa because right. of the so called carbon right um, the carbon tax that it leaves. Right. We yeah. we now exporting virtually all of, of our coal reserves to countries like Germany and other European countries, um, mm-hmm. and they are now burning our coal, right? So that we be sitting with a situation like this. Yeah. So you uh, have of the of course it's all orchestrated. Yeah, you have the black Jewish mafia exporting uh, coal to de- deplete your resources and make sure you don't have any internet, but uh, Germany does, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, now, they're the ones who are pumping pollution into the air, not you, right? It's not just Germany, Pastor. It is more than just Germany. I, I believe France, Yugoslavia, um, and also um, Romania mm-hmm. uh, are importing from us. Right. Um, most probably countries like Netherlands as well. Yeah, uh, even I think Sweden is interesting from us. But Pastor um, Martins, isn't this and, a violation uh, of the global global warming protocols to be burning coal to make electricity? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's an orchestrated chaos. Now the uh, outcome of that is uh, because of. Black economic empowerment. <laughs> right. So many of the blacks on our yeah. have now gained ownership of transport companies or uh-huh. created their own transport companies, and they are defrauding our e- electricity um, uh, 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 utility right. from millions, millions, in fact, millions of rands worth of coal, right. which is now being transported to them, and. Um, it does not. The coal does not end up at the the, the uh, generation, the electricity generation utility. It ends up in the harbors of Richards Bay and Durban for export to overseas countries. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you've been having rolling blackouts, and seven of none in the chat room says now we know why they call them blackouts because it's black economic empowerment or maybe disempowerment, right? Yeah. So the the Jewish slash Negro mafia, which runs your country, is violating all of the global protocols. Okay. That's well, Pastor, if you. If one analyzes the details, you will find that what the internationalists, these elitist Edomites are busy creating, they're creating a um, carbon and an extended carbon footprint over Europe. Yes. So that they can. Well, I have a video where a person who was an um, he, he challenged the so-called um, I think it was the World Economic Forum or the G7 whatever yeah. uh, that ha- have been propagating this carbon uh, this uh, global warming nonsense uh, right what can you do? The, uh, fallacy right 
And he asked the panel, he said, he asked the panel and he said to them, what percentage of carbon does the Earth's atmosphere consist of? And they started saying 7%, 8%, 12%. And this person said it's less than 0.2% right. of the Earth's atmosphere contains carbon or makes, uh, makes carbon dioxide. Carbon. Yeah. So sure. this whole, so this whole thing of setting up the global population as uh, being defrauded in terms of the global elitists uh, creating chemtrails like never before. Right. In fact, the, the chemtrails created over uh, the countries, and strangely enough, these chemtrails are only over countries which are governed or populated by whites. That's right. That was my point. Is it's, yeah. It's only white countries that have all this chemtrail activity and infertility by mRNA vaccination, etc. It's white countries that are being targeted. Now, um, what we did discuss, um, and, and you actually mentioned it, is my um, continued effort to correct the Afrikaans translation. Now, everybody knows, well, every Afrikaans-speaking person knows that the Afrikaans old translation, which appeared in 1933, was deemed to be the most accurately and uh, diligently translated scripture that was translated. Uh-huh. Okay. The most accurate translated Bible. But, okay. Uh, and for many years, I believed that fallacy. And after the visitation or during the visitation of the angel, like you, you know, and like I have uh, already stated in a one-hour a uh, show that we had while you were still with the previous network, uh, radio network, if you can recall, you gave me an hour to um, give the details of my the visitation by the angel that I had. Right. And okay. in that, I also stated that the angel said to me that there were um, discrepancies, not just discrepancies, they were willful um, right, deliberate um, mistranslations, yes. I'm looking for the right. Yeah, deliberate A mistranslations. Yeah. Ma not ma malicious. Right, uh, <laughs> for sure, uh, malicious. Uh, defrauding taking place in the scriptures, in the Afrikaans, the, the translations, the Afrikaans translation of the scriptures. Now, from the 1933 to the 1953, which is only 20 years later, there were over 1,000 changes. Now, I, right. somewhere I have a list of those changes, but um, what I have done, I'll get to the correction of those changes. Okay. Now, what we've seen is that these changes do not appear for the better. Of course they not. They <laughs> are actually inserted or parts uh, left out for the purpose of following Certain malicious agendas. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. Now, one of the things, one of the things, and something I just discovered earlier today is that um, um, uh, Zechariah uh, four eighteen, I think, only part. Let me get the exact uh, portion of scripture. It sh- should still be <laughs> okay. On my, um, I'll open up my eSword to double check to how things um, uh, compare. Pastor, uh, to, to give it to you like this, um, only part of the text is translated into Afrikaans. The rest is left out. Okay. In other words, uh, it, it is – uh, it is, in this case... Um, redacted. Redacted w- is the legal term where you uh, fail to report uh, certain facts, right? Uh, redacted text. Yeah. Yeah. It is actually fraud. Well, of course. Massive fraud that had taken place. Right. Under the guise of a so-called accurate translation. If this should be tested in a court... An international court or a, a judicial court uh, in the highest courts of any country, if one should um, have the the original, which of course is Hebrew, and you have an Hebrew uh, specialist or Hebrew uh, knowledgeable yeah. person, yes, and you compare the the translated text to the original, you will find that the court will have no option but to rule as a judgment against the translators right? Um, for defrauding millions of people over many years. Yes. Now, one of the things that they did, Pastor, and this is going to be a shocker to you, I am at this moment, uh, or just before the show, I was busy with, the correcting of more than 134 names. Okay. Names of prophets, <laughs> of priests, names of uh, ordinary people from the house of Jacob that are directly linked with the name Yahweh. Uh-huh. For example, okay. Zechariah ends in Yah. So also does Isaiah, also does Jeremiah, so does Zephaniah, so does Obadiah. Exactly. And even the name, even the name which is known as John in the so-called New Testament. Mm-hmm. John's true name is Yah where the Yah directly relates to oh, Yahweh. Yahweh. Absolutely. Yes. You can imagine 134, more than 134 names um, that have been diligently, maliciously dis, um, uh, uh, mistranslated. Right. For the Distorted. sake of hiding the true name of Yahweh. Amen. Just like the replacement of because YHWH with Lord, L-O-R-D. Yeah. Exactly. Now... Uh, I have numerous um, uh, uh, writings, extensive writings uh, about how the true name of the Almighty is translated and Uh also um, how it is expressed or verbalized. 
and it can only be as Yahweh. Right. Um, there are definite Hebrew rules that that uh, regulate and and uh, 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 that can be uh, that the Hebrew language can be judged or can be uh, assessed against. And the the only name which complies with all the rules for the Hebrew language is the name Yahweh. The expression or the uh, verbalization of that word or that name can only be Yahweh. Yes. And in this regard, the Afrikaans, the Edomite, Sephardic Jewish, um, Protestantized, Calvinistic Protestantized Jews right. that comprise the Dutch East Indian Company's uh, um, uh, employees, that right. came to the Cape and that eventually became the Afrikaners with the Calvinistic religion. Yes. There is a, malign- a malign- malignancy towards, first of all, the Torah, because they denounce the Torah in the translations, the Afrikaans' translations of really? the scriptures. Wow. Huh. They denounce the name of Yahweh. In spite of the fact that in the late 1880s, the name Yahweh was used in the translation of individual books. But those books had been buried in the cornerstones of churches of the Dutch Reformed Church that had been built after those particular writings or those particular translations appeared. Mm -hmm. So there... There was a malignant um, agenda to eradicate the house of Jacob as Boers of their um, original scriptures that contains the name Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Can you yes. see agenda? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. There's currently there's a huge agenda to denounce the name of Yahweh, pretending that it's actually, Yahweh is actually Satan. And there's even some people within identity believing this, you know, false, this false information. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, Go ahead. No. Um, the, the Hebrew scriptures actually refer to the name Yahweh, um, not not less than six thousand eight hundred and twenty eight times. Right. Directly, directly yeah. pronounced as Yahweh or as as Yot Yet Vav Yet. Now this had been moved six thousand eight hundred and twenty eight times from the Afrikaans translations, yeah. which are deemed to be accurate. Now the King James corruption. And I say it with an yeah. absolute uh, I agree. Uh, uh, conviction. Absolutely. It's, a, it's, not, a, it's James, not a translation. It's a corruption. Yes. <laughs> yeah. King James corruption refers to the name Yahweh as Jehovah right. four times. Mm-hmm. In other okay. words, it corrupts or it denounces the name of Yahweh 6,824 times, and that is only from Genesis to Malachi. Okay. In other words, 
in the so-called New Testament, the name of Yahweh actually appears in the Hebrew original scriptures uh-huh. not less than close to 2,000 times. So it's more than 8,000 times right. where in which the so-called accurate and authorized version translations of the scriptures of the Hebrews are corrupting the name of Yahweh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is started by the Masoretes. The Jewish Masoretes are responsible for this. Yeah, please continue. Boston, not true. The Masoretes, in fact, did um, they did their damage as well. Oh, yeah, but lots the, of damage. The King, the King James purports to be translating it from the Textus Receptus. Okay. And I have copies of the Textus Receptus. The name Yahweh appears in that Textus Receptus as well. Okay. In fact, I have a copy of the Masoretic text, and it appears as Yahweh in that oh, as yeah. well. Right. No, the, the Masoretic text retains the name of Yahweh, but the Masoretes influenced the King James corruption to dispense with YHWH and replace it with L-O-R-D. And well, is, Four times, if, if one starts questioning whom are the people behind the so-called translations <laughs> or the so-called corruption, yeah, and the stinking name of Freemasonry appears in every <laughs> translation. Okay, they right. are controlling. They are controlling the translations, whether it is the King James Version in English or whether it is the New Standard Version in America, whether it is the Afrikaans Version, whether it is the Dutch Version, irrespective of where it is being translated, that is done by Freemasons or Masonic influence. Now, I'm sitting with a a Kosa translation that was my, um, was done way back in 18, I think, 1883. A Kosa translation which refers to not to Yahweh, but to U-Yehovah. Mm-hmm. 8,900 8, times. Okay. Why would the same people who were responsible, who, who translated it into the so-called Afrikaans language, and I took this up with the Bible Society of South Africa, why would they actually refer to the Lord when the name Yahweh is written? They couldn't answer me on that. And I asked them, why does the name Uyehovah appear in the Kosa translation done by the same people? Right. Well, they don't have an answer for that. Just ask the Kosa department. Right. The Kosa department <laughs> does not respond to my requests. Right. Right. Yeah. So obviously, Pastor, it is a malignant, satanic, diligent misleading and corruption of the scriptures. Now, if you consider that is only relating to the name Yahweh as to when it is written as Yot Yet Vav Yet in the Hebrew scriptures. Mm-hmm. But now if you consider the number of names, 134 names that I have Located, discover, uh, discovered so far that have the name of, or that are related to the name Yahweh. Now, 
in some of these instances, for example, in the uh, the name Zechariah um, appears, I think, 46 times. And there was more than one Zechariah. If you consider, for example, other names that appear in the scriptures, many of which are appearing both in the New Testament and the or the so-called New Testament. I hate calling it a New Testament. I only refer to New Testament. New Covenant. I refer to the corrupted scriptures. Right. And the Old <laughs> Testament, it's corrupted scriptures. Yeah. Or the corrupted translations of the scriptures. Now, um, I've mentioned to you before, this um, agenda, which is being driven by Calvinistic Dutch Reformed or their sister church, Dominis, these dominators of the society, right. of the white society in South Africa, that had the, uh, that throughout the past 110, 112, 113 years now, since 31st of May 1910, when the Boer republics were hijacked by these Calvinistic Edomite Cape Jews, these right. Cape Dutch Afrikaner Jews. Right. They have, they have, by virtue of the Babylonian system of politics, these Edomites, um, well, the Edomites from Rome with the Edomites from Babylonia have contorted a system, a political system called party politics. Right. And sure. they troll Pastor, if you if you look at the red and the blue in America, both sides, both parties, uh, both camps, if I can call it that, irrespective mm -hmm. of the names, are controlled by these Edomites. Of course. Yep. They control the media and this is an agenda that had been going on over the past more than two and a half thousand years. Absolutely. Yep. Since the fall of Babylon. <laughs> so it's even earlier since the fall of Babylon. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So here, let me just quote a exactly. single verse. Let me quote a single verse. That's Isaiah 45.4. For Jacob, my servant's sake... And Yasharel, mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. So this is referring back to an earlier time. But how has Yahweh surnamed serv us? Well, Isaiah, <laughs> Obadiah, and uh, uh, who's the other? There's, there's so many... Uh, Israelite names that end in the name of Yah, of course a short, shortened version of it, that uh, it, it's hard to count how many. So we have been surnamed by his name Yah, and it's pronounced Yahweh, it's not pronounced Jehovah. I just put a link in the chat room uh, saying that Jehovah is a, a confabulation, it's not the real pronunciation. Back to you. Well, the name Jehovah only started appearing from the writings of Albert Piker, the, what is, he is also called the uh -huh. Free Masonic. Yeah, right. Albert Piker, 18, 18, mid 1800s. Yes. Now, a very important, a very important thing, which um, I might as well mention here as well. 
it's amazing how in Europe the so-called reformation or deformation of the already deformed <laughs> Roman Catholic Church right. appeared along certain specific lines. All of them rejected the name Yahweh. Hmm. All of them rejected the name Yeshua. All of them rejected the name Yashar'el. Mm-hmm. All of them rejected the name Yahuda. Right. And okay. they contrived, they contrived to keep with the names of, that were given by the Roman Catholic Church and the anti-Nicene Church Fathers. Right. And by, However, I, I, yeah, anti-Nicene is meaning before the Council of Nicaea. As anti, meaning before, no, not necessarily no. against. Okay, back to you. No, the anti-Nicene is after the Nicaea, uh, the um, Council of Nicaea of uh, 325. Okay. They are called right. the anti Well, then it's got to be spelled with, a, with A-N-T-I. A-N-T-E means before. Okay. So back to you, just for clarification. I have it. I have it the other way around, uh, Pastor. Oh, okay. Uh, in regards to, to what is in in uh, even in the Strong's um, given in the Strong's and also in Eastwood's um, writings about the uh, the the testimony, so-called testimony of Iranius and uh, Eusebius and so-called right. Church Fathers, Hippolytus, and, uh, yeah. The, if you if you go and read through those testimonies of those so-called church fathers, you will note one thing they have in common. They frequently refer to the Talmud. Right. Why would they refer to the Talmud if the Talmud was rejected and uh, was despised by Yeshua himself? Right. Why would any of the Why would any of the disciples who refer to the Talmud? Because it was a no-no in the time of, the, of Yeshua. Right. Yet these Edomite Jews continuously wanted to exert the teachings of the Talmud on the people of the house of Jacob. Yes. Well, here, uh, I just uh, posted this link in the chat room. And uh, is God's name Jehovah by Charlie H. Campbell. And he quotes Jewish sources even. He says, the Jewish Encyclopedia, Jehovah, is a mispronunciation of the Hebrew Yahweh, YHWH, the name of God. This pronunciation is grammatically impossible. The form Jehovah is a philological impossibility, unquote. Uh, the New Jewish Encyclopedia, it is clear that the word Jehovah is an artificial composite. Encyclopedia Judaica, the true pronunciation of the Tetragrammaton YHWH was never lost. The name was pronounced Yahweh. It was all, in German it would be Yahweh. The W is pronounced like a V as it was in Hebrew. It was regularly pronounced this way at least until 586 BC, as is clear from the Lachish letters written shortly before this date. Okay, so we have it even from Jewish authority that the correct pronunciation is Yahweh, but it's the Jews who have been suppressed the name and encouraged the uh, mispronunciation in modern times. Back to you. Pastor, um, in spite of what you just said, the pronunciation of most of the words that contain the letter, the Hebrew letter Vav, 
If you go and read, if you go and do um, research on how was the vav expressed, okay, you will find that every source states that the vav is pronounced in exactly the same way as vision, the V in vision, right, and the the V in evict, right, and the V in vict, which which makes it. Um, not the W sound as we, yeah. but it's, it's v. a V sound. Yeah. The Hebrew Vav is like the English V. Yahweh is the correct pronunciation, like a V. That's how it's pronounced in German. Exactly. Yahweh. Exactly. And, and irrespective of what language um, you, you would find that uh, your name, for example, a, a first name, uh-huh. And of course, a surname also. Oh. Eliyah. Always. Eliyah. <laughs> he was surnamed after Yahweh. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Please continue. <laughs> now, um, I have had inside information as to where the name Jehovah came from. Okay. First of all, first of all, the letter J was added by a free, um, a, a, a Masonic. Uh, Edomite Jew ah. from Italy, I forgot his name. Yeah. In 1524, he created the letter J uh-huh. to replace the I, right. which was used, for example, to create the name Jesus in, 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 uh, Latin. Jesus. Uh-huh. Right. So the, the I was used in the stead of the Yot. Of right. course, the yacht fully complies, or the, the, the function of the letter Y fully complies grammatically to the function of the letter Yod in Hebrew. But they wanted to hide the fact that the name of the father was Yahweh, so they changed the, the yacht to an I. And this is evident in every name that emanated from the name Yah, or for example, Yahuda became an I. They took away the U, the, the H, and it right. became Judah. Or initially in the 1611 translation, it became Yuda. Right. For Judah. But then with the J in 1676 translation of the King James authorized version, it all of a sudden became Judah. And of course, the Jew from Judah is what the Edomites assigned unto themselves, like right. they also assigned the yeah. name Israel and took that unto themselves. And they couldn't corrupt this, the name Zion, but they took that name and they corrupted the, the, the meaning of it right? as to be associated with the most uh, evil people on the planet. Right. <laughs> the Zionist. Yes. So, yes. now, over and above that, the um, Albert Pike in his Masonic Lodge, I think it was in Delaware, he had a meeting with his fellow brothers, brethren, 
and they looked at what the various church denominations were covering in terms of of misleadings, in terms of misgivings, in terms of disinformation or misinterpretation of the true scriptures as they appeared in Europe. So they decided, ah, the name Yahweh, the name Yahweh needs to be covered by Jehovah's Witnesses. Right? (laughs) Exactly. The the Seventh-day Sabbath must be um, covered by the Seventh-day Adventists. Is there seven letters in Jehovah? (laughs) Okay. What they did was... What did they, what they did with the name, how the name Yahweh became uh, Jehovah was, of course, with the introduction of the letter J. Right. And then, of course, they took the, the uh, vocals of the word Adonai. Mm-hmm. Yes. To create Jehovah. Yes. And they inserted that into the gram- uh, tetragrammaton and it became, well, somebody from inside the Freemasonic okay. lodges yes. said to me that they reversed the, the vocals of the Adonai mm-hmm. to make it Jehovah. Right. Which implied, if I use that name, Jehovah, I actually state that Yahweh is not the yeah. Almighty. Yeah, it's an inversion uh, yeah, because of, of the, the true name. Being re- right. Yeah. Well, here. Right here. Now, that is why that is that is also why uh, Satan um, Satan's name is uh, a version of Santa Claus. Claus. (laughs) Right. Santa Claus. Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwabstein, right? Here, uh, I just put it in a chat room because the how did the letter J enter language in general? And it was never pronounced like yeah. the G in G-E-E or in General Electric. Uh, the letter J was never pronounced that way until the year 1524, because you alluded to the Italian who made the change. And his name is... Gian Giorgio Trusino, an Italian Renaissance grammarian known as the father of the letter J, made a clear distinction between the two sounds. That is between the I or the Yot and the original uh, Latin J, which is also pronounced like a Yot, okay, with a Y sound. The letter J with the G sound never appeared until 1524. It never appeared in Latin, never appeared and has never appeared in German, and has never appeared in many languages except English and maybe French in the modern era. All right? So it's clearly a made-up letter and a made-up name. Back to you. Exactly, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Now, if one looks at, for example, the Klux Klan, all these various denominations or diversions of um, the traditional churches as they existed in 1800s in Europe, they were then further corrupted in um, the lodges of, or the lodge of um, um, Albert Spike. Mm -hmm. 
Albert yeah. Pike, rather. Right, <laughs> yeah. For the sake of Now, the Church of Mormons, um, he, he, he actually coached the individual starters of those churches. Mm-hmm. He coached um, the the uh, uh, John Russell that started Russellism that was known or that is better known as the Jehovah Witnesses. He right, he was a Freemason. For example, uh, yeah. Was it, pardon? Wasn't Russell a Freemason? Yes, sir. Okay. Go ahead. Also. Um, uh, Joseph Smith that started the Church of the Mormons was also coached by Albert Pike and Albert Pike openly declared that he believed in Lucifer. He was a worshipper of Lucifer and it can only be that Lucifer divulged every nook and cranny in which the um, possibility of people waking up to the true name of Yahweh would follow and thus Albert Pike made sure that um, nobody could evade or very few people could evade uh, falling for the Jehovah Witnesses um, outcome of trying to establish the true name of Yahweh. Right. Now something else he also coached None other than Charles Darwin, the father of the religion right. of evolution. There you go. People, people don't know this. People don't realize uh, these things. Now, the Rockefellers and the other fellows that are all part of this international elitists are mostly also had been coached by the teachings of Albert Pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, Albert Pike was the leader of the global Illuminati and the leader of Freemasonry at the same time when he was well, alive. I, I okay. haven't made the, the connection yet. Okay. Uh, most probably uh, that would be correct because they are batting for the same team, Satan's right. team. Yes, there you go. Amen. All right, please continue. Oh, actually, here, I have a tidbit for everybody. Uh, this is, I, I just uh, Googled Russell's, uh, John Russell's uh, uh, name, and it says here that uh, his ancestor, uh, Mrs. Russell, was the person chosen to dance with Lafayette, uh, who was a Freemason from France at a ball, okay? So the, the, the Freemason connection goes back to, like, his grandparents. So the founder of the Jehovah's Witness was indeed a Freemason, folks. There you go. Um, then also, I've forgotten whom the founder was of the Ku Klux Klan, but he was also coached by Albert Pike. Okay, right. One must realize... <laughs> That irrespective of what religion is created, there will always be an Edomite that would actually crawl in like a worm to control the thinking pattern of the people who do follow those religions. And Christianity, more than anything else, 
Right. I know well, it's a bad thing. I know it's a bad thing that I'm saying, Pastor, but this is fact. I've got the the evidence to that. Oh yeah, no, no uh, this and is I, I common knowledge among Christian identians, right? That the Bible has been distorted, and the infiltrators, namely the Edomite Jews, have done everything they can to distort our scriptures. Now, so many of the Boer people are adamant about it that the Afrikaans Old Translation is the most accurate there is. It follows the Hebrew Scriptures 100%. In fact, I think there are some of them that believe that the Hebrew Scriptures was translated from the Afrikaans Old Translation. Right, okay. So adamant are they that the Afrikaans translation was so accurate. It was like Joseph Smith believing or having people believe that the book that he received, the Book of Mormon, was ascending down from heaven and he couldn't read it. So he started fasting and praying for a period of time and then a pair of goggles came from heaven and he could read the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. And he translated that into English and that is what okay. the delusion of the Mormonism that so many people follow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean the Masonic connections and the Jewish connections to Bible distortion are everywhere. They're everywhere. Of course, the Masons follow Jewish mysticism thoroughly and and Jewish, uh, what's the uh, book called? The Kabbalah. The Kabbalah. Yeah. The Kabbalah. Yeah, okay. Now, the Talmud is... The Talmud is referred to in the scriptures, even the Messiah said to the Pharisees that the, they follow the teachings of their old people. Now, that is what yeah. the book of the Talmud is, the so-called right. teaching of the elders of Zion. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, and the interesting thing, Pastor... Um, I don't know whether you have the details of the appearance of the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Oh, yeah. I just did a show about that this morning, <laughs> De- determining the authenticity. The authenticity of the, of the uh, protocols are, are verified by Jewish writings before and after the protocols were written because Jewish books and authors have said the exact same things well before and continue after the protocols are written. So the protocols are simply a summarization of Talmudic teaching. Back to you. Exactly. Something that is not commonly known. Yes. The very first, after the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners took control of the Boer Republics, in, on the 31st of May 1910, was to ban the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Right. To ban it. Why would they do that? At a time when the Boers were at the lowest ever. Mm-hmm. At the time when the Boers had been uh, crumpled, dismanned, dismembered by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners because of their conspiracies with the Edomites from Britain and the Edomites from America. Now, America, during the Anglo-Boer Wars, America took the stance of being impartial in the 
war against the Boers. But what people don't realize is that they sent thousands of horses for the purpose of pursuing the Boers. Those uh-huh. horses were not for the Boers. The horses were for the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners agents of war, the British Empire. Right. And the Americans also sent, the Americans also sent uh, specialists in terms of warfare. Right. To the Cape. Yeah. That's I know a, this isn't that, common well, knowledge. Yeah, right. Because it's something they don't want propagated, but that was the facts. Yeah. yeah, well, that's exactly the curses placed or the description of the descendants of Cain in Genesis chapter 4. <laughs> that's exactly how the Jews operate today, right? And especially exactly. in your country in those days, right? Yeah, our ancestors. Exactly. And it's, yeah. it's uh, exactly our, the same way that they it's exactly the same way that these Edomites also control or they also um, operate today with Ukraine, which, of course, is the old republic of the yeah. Kazarians. Okay. Now, with only a few minutes and, left, I, I want to really understand where you're coming from. Are you saying, uh, by the way, uh, Brother Abair says you know, our ancestors came, to America, ancestors came to America with the Geneva Bible. Not with the King James Bible. The King James Bible was commissioned by King James, because there was no letter J in the English language yet, by King James to overthrow the Geneva Bible. Okay? That's what that was all about. But now, uh, how, uh, how is your, uh, the tr- uh, Afrikaans translation and uh, the, the let's say the German translation connected. Is there any connection at all? And uh, you know, uh, go please go into that, sir. Pastor, Pastor, what I have on the um, emergence of the um, those that fled Europe because of the persecution by the Christians. Now we have been taught endlessly and. Uh, brainwashed to believe that the Christians were being uh, persecuted in Europe, but the Christians were the persecutors of okay. those that did not wish to become Christians. Well, that's true, and, yes. And then also the, the very important thing is that um, not just the Geneva Bible that was taken to, to America, the Lutheran Bible was also taken to America and also uh, the, the Staten Bible, because you must remember that the, uh, there were people from, from, from Holland, the Dutch West Indian Company, um, also s- established New York, which was originally called New Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And then with wars with, with England, it became... Uh, New York, and then, of course, with wars again, and uh, Holland again took possession of uh, New York, and it became New Orange. Okay. People don't. <laughs> became or, New Orange. Right. That's why they have again, Orange County in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they don't grow oranges yeah. there, right? <laughs> okay. We have about four yeah. minutes left. Please continue. Yes. Now, um, uh, for example, the Staten Island, 
was uh, there was a Dutch Reformed church, a Calvinistic Dutch Reformed church established on a Staten Island, and that dominated the politics and the environment like you cannot believe for quite a number of years. There's a lot written about it, but it's hidden. They don't want American people to know about the evils of the Dutch East Indian or Dutch West Indian Company. Sure. Of course, also being the the conveyors and the dealers in slaves, white slaves, Irish children were being peddled by these Edomite Azerian Jews and Sephardic Jews from both England and from Holland. Amen. Pastor, I think you can you can hear my my not just my voice, my right. yeah um, anger, frustration, <laughs> all that stuff, right? Frustration. If we only and, knew. And it seems as if so many of the Boers have their eyes shut so tight they cannot see the truth, they cannot hear the truth, they cannot feel the truth, they cannot yeah. even sense the truth. In these spirits, they are hanging on to the Dutch Reformed Church or the yeah. churches of the um, Cape Dutch right. Afrikaners. Yeah, which is essentially a Jewish-created church because it was created by Cohen, right? Not Calvin, Cohen, right? A Jew. And uh, I, in my opinion, maybe you can comment on this before we close. Uh, Cohen, the Jew, created the Calvinist branch to counteract the effects of Martin Luther, Uh, Pastor, yes, but um, uh, Jean Cohen, uh, who was renamed Jean Cohen, which right. is a French surname, yeah. which was later becoming uh, John Calvin and then eventually Johannes Calvin, okay. um, depending on where he operated. Now, one of the things, the, the uh, anomalies which um, uh, uh, Jews love to do is to change surnames to hide their true identity. Sure. <laughs> and that is so evident of so many Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all deceit, Luciferian deceit, and uh, people think it's Absolutely. Christian. It's Christian, but it's actually Jewish slash Luciferian deceit. And it's only in these latter days that we're beginning yeah. to understand all this deceit. Uh, that's why I agree. Modern Christianity yes, is absolutely. is is really a revolting religion because it worships the Jew and their father Lucifer <laughs> instead of Yahshua and Yahweh. Okay, yeah, that's the reality of life today. Well, this has been a very enlightening uh, discussion today. Uh, I put three links in the chat room and also in your Skype that discuss these matters. Uh, which I think would help your people to understand the the nature of the deception that has uh, taken a place with the so-called King James Version of the Bible and similar Bibles. Okay? So, yeah. th- thank so you, Pastor. Hey, yeah. Yes, go. Just, just to perhaps the last word on this, it's also amazing how the King James Bible influenced the retranslation of earlier versions of the English um, translations of the Bible. A clear indication of a conspiracy against the truth. Yes. Amen. Amen. So uh, that's why in these end times, we are seeing the churches, the Judeo churches, promoting 
trans, uh, transgender surgery because they're, they worship the god Baphomet, which was that uh, exactly. half male, half female god goddess. <laughs> we have to come up with a word for tranny, a tranius <laughs> that, uh, that they worship. Yeah. That's, that's why they justify all these transgender surgeries because they worship the god Baphomet. Okay, all right, Pastor, we've run out of time. Thank you for a great show today. Uh, we'll, hopefully, we can connect this way. Maybe if your solar power uh, holds up during these blackouts, we can continue doing these shows, okay? Uh, well, I'm still sitting in the dark, Pastor, oh, you're so it's still... <laughs> holding out. Right. Well, at least uh, you can broadcast in the dark as long as your connection is good. <laughs> all right, Pastor, thank you very much. Take care. See you next week, hopefully. All right? Yes, praise okay. Yahweh. Okay, praise Yahweh. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.